Good afternoon. From a passing game standpoint, obviously on your home, but obviously he's a known commodity, and we'll push forward toward the weekend. Obviously, without facts, evidence, reason, logic, an understanding of science, these are good things. Obvious. Black bears weigh between two and five hundred pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. This is your victory. Plastic one, so is their high-end rum. Damn, Flex. That's, a flex <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was like, broke, broke. Yeah, I mean, that was the early days of the pod, like right out of college when like... I had no problem just getting wasted on like a Tuesday night, yep. <laughs> absolutely blitz drunk. And then I don't know. It's it's been interesting, especially because like ever since I've been at the company, like I've matured a lot since then. <laughs> since those first few like episodes, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Well, welcome to the obvious, everyone here. Episode one thirty eight, I think, or one thirty seven. I don't know. But um, just the boys. We're all here. We all made it. Barely. We had a guest on. Yeah, a we long time, have we? Yeah, I I guess I could always throw texts out. Um, probably should here soon. It's always we it's we know we'll never have any good guests. Everyone that we invite on is a shitty guest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, how are we doing, guys? I know we all just kind of ranted right here before the episode, so but we don't need to go back over that. Just you don't want to mid- talk about what you talked about, Nick, on the no, podcast? No, I don't want to talk about anything. <laughs> hey, man, I I was just chilling at work today. We get it, Phil. You had a good day at work. It was easy. Not everybody has that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's why I chose to work on Wednesday mornings, because, like, every other one of my shifts that I work, I always work during like the prime times, like when it's supposed to be super busy, so that way I make good money during it. So then I was like, you know what, fuck it, just throw me in on a Wednesday morning. I just want at least one of my shifts to be like super nonchalant and just chill. Yeah. Besides like a Friday night or a Saturday or something like that. Yeah. Where I'm just getting rammed 24-7. Yeah. You like that though, you like getting rammed. Financially. (laughs) For money. It's like fucking Cartman yelling at his mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom, why don't you fucking hand me a condom first before you fuck me? Fuck me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Well, in other exciting news, I will have to admit to our listeners that the COVID finally caught me. Ha <laughs> Yeah. And I did test positive. Suck it, Tyler. Tyler got got. I think me and Bach are the only pure ones left on the podcast. You know, it's a, it's actually crazy that I've been exposed like 15 times and never got it. And now I got and have no fucking idea how I did get it. Oh, dude, that's what I said. That's how it's going to get you. That's how it got me. I was exposed to it like 10 fucking times. Didn't get it. And then all of a sudden, like a random Tuesday morning, I just woke up and I was like, I do not feel that good. Yeah, it's like probably like one of your roommates or some stupid. Well, I guess you've only that, had Slater. I, I also, so. <laughs> well, I only have Slater, and then I'm also a bartender. So I see, during one of my shifts, I see like 250 people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like that would make shift. sense for you, but I've been working by myself in an empty office for two weeks, so well, I have no idea. Well, the craziest part is that you got it after uh, the ice fishing trip. And, and, no, all, and none of us we got all were it. We're in a tiny ass ice, like not a. But like, we're in close quarters. We were in yeah. close it's quarters. Nice, it's a nice ice castle, but we're in close quarters. Right, we're in like a 30, f- 30 square foot ice castle. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure I shared a beer with Bach and Phil. Not I had a sip foot, out of a sip out of a beer that they both had a sip out of right after me. Yeah, he's trying to sabotage us. And Dude, neither of them got the, sick. I got the antibodies plus the vaccine, and you're trying to give it to me. If anything, COVID's scared of me now. I am COVID. I have an extra thought too. I have an extra chromosome. It's like World War Z. They don't come after the people that are already susceptible. (laughs) (laughs) Nick already has HIV. Exactly. They don't come after the HIV. (laughs) Nah. Yeah, but that that was it's definitely funny as hell that you got it finally. I'm kind of glad you got it. 
Yeah, you glad? You happy that I had COVID? Well, we're all kind of hoping you yeah, don't was, make it. That it, way, we, that way you don't gloat about it. Everyone was <laughs> rooting that I wouldn't be here this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like, I had to deal like, with. Guys, These are my just, friends. Just imagine if he lives, how much shit he's gonna talk. So if you always survive COVID, okay. Like ninety nine percent of the people don't. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I am. I'm gonna be honest. I am. I was pretty sick. I was thinking it'd be a little less s- severe. So I don't know if I don't think I got the whatever the, the Omicron. Omicron. You must have got I think like I must have got the Delta or something because like I'm still sick. I still don't feel that greatest. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty sick. I had a fever for like four days and just felt like crap. I'm starting yeah. to feel better, but definitely have a cough and shortness of breath still. So it's been a been a battle. Yeah. Yeah. See, mine was just like my big. When I had it, I never had a fever or felt super sick. I just had a cough, shortness of breath, and then just, yeah, I didn't have any taste or smell. Dean, I've been able to taste and smell everything. Kind of crazy. Yeah, I, a couple of my coworkers got it, and they were talking about it, I think, yesterday. And one of them was saying, like, he just hates ground beef now ever since he got it. Like, for whatever reason, the sensation of ground beef is just it- horrible for him. And the other one was saying that he just, like, he like when he's like trying to go to bed or something like that. That he just like never doesn't feel the same anymore since he got it. Like like his s- smell still isn't all the way back. Like he can smell a little bit, but it's got to get like really close to a candle to smell. It's no really yeah weird. like mine was. I would say for the long, like just recently, I would say that my smell has really started coming back to like a hundred percent. And same thing with my taste, because it was for like the longest time. Because what. It's been, like, four months since I've had COVID. And when, like, after I got done quarantining and I didn't have it, but I was still, like, recovering, like, my smell and taste were recovering from it, my favorite sauce that I get at work is Asian Zing, and I could not stand it. It just did not taste the same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I don't know. It was something like that, but now it's finally starting to, like, come back to normal. That's a shame. Um, I'm going to be crushed if I start hating red meat and can't eat cheeseburgers. That would that's be horrible. Why do, then you can switch to elk with get, me. Honestly, you're, whenever you make I get too much money, t- you're too bougie. <laughs> whenever I see a tick now, I always think it's it's that Lone Star tick. I always kind of get scared that it's a Lone Star tick, the one that'll. If oh, it isn't bites that you. terrifying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, if it bites you, it makes your body allergic to red meats. That'd be awful. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather be dead almost. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> I'm just kind of scared. Like, if I see a tick on me or something, I just swat it off, like, instantly because I do not want it to be a goddamn blown star tick. Yeah. I don't know how common it is for that to happen and it makes you allergic, but I remember reading an article one time where a plane had to turn around because a guy got bit by a lone star tick or something the other day. I don't think we have and, them here, so I don't really think you're. No, they're, they're very lone south star and tech, central. So it's like. Yeah, it's Texas very like area. southeast <laughs> and central yeah. U.S., if I'm correct. And Nick fucking wants to move to Texas. What an idiot. Dude, yeah, Tex- Texas is like. No, I, I probably still could. <laughs> they get. What do you it's mean? Random. They got. They got ranches down there, probably full of elk. What do you mean? <laughs> All the shit they got in Texas. But I don't know. Texas is interesting. It's like it seems like it's our little like chunk of Australia that they just moved into Texas. Well, <laughs> you know? I, was talking, I was talking about one of my buddies at work about that today. They were just like, if the United States got into war with Canada and Mexico, were they both like alliance to attack us? I think we would just have to say, you know what, Texas, you handle Mexico, and we would be fine. <laughs> Probably. Although, I don't know, the, the cartel is getting kind of crazy, man. You see that thing they, where they're, they're, they're dropping drones with bombs on their enemies or rivals? Yeah, they're using drones and dropping pipe yeah. bombs on their rivals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> crazy, dude. Granted, we have much more sophisticated drones, but... <laughs> a little bit more sophisticated where we got a, some dude on an Xbox controller <laughs> thousands of miles away <laughs> driving a drone, <laughs> you know, <laughs> working from home, working from like. home. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What if that was your work from home life? At the he, government? He's on a, he uses Nord VPN. He's on a secure <laughs> yeah, line. Ex- Express VPN. They have no idea where <laughs> yeah. we're at. <laughs> yeah. Government only pays $9 a month. Say, <laughs> that's what we use. <laughs> Code PK. but that that would actually be pretty funny if they allowed them to do that from home that'd be insane though what what if like your kid walked in you thought you're like playing call of duty honey it's time for dinner i can't i'm bombing syria like (laughs) yeah exactly like 
I don't know. Probably some confidential shit there. Dad, obviously. can I play? <laughs> yeah, Dad, can I play? <laughs> you hand him a controller. Accidentally hand him the actual controller. <laughs> this unreal and the unreal three engine looks insanely realistic now. son you just crashed a five billion dollar drone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'd be like an ender's game where they trick him into actually winning the war it's a sim but yeah it's a war it's an actual war yeah <laughs> great movie, that's what they the do way. with that's what they do training <laughs> well, what's everyone been up to over this last week huh How's everyone's weekend? Everyone watched plenty of football and sports over the weekend? I know I did. Unfortunately not. Myself had to work Saturday and Sunday, but missed out on some banger games, sounds like. Uh, yeah, I was able bangers. Saturday I was able to swindle some high school kid into switching his open shift for my clothes. On for Saturday. your clothes? You gave him your clothes? For his open. Clothes. Freaking weirdo. Giving your clothes Real to high school kids. Shifts here, you <laughs> sick fucks. Oh, yeah. So then I just like got home, watched football after. Watched the Bengals beat the Chiefs Sunday. Freaking idiots thinking that Patrick Mahomes is better than Joe Burrow. What fucking losers could Dude, you imagine? Dude, you know, every time you see Joe Burrow walking into the stadium and what he's wearing into the stadium, that man just has instant swagger and is going to win that game. What idiot thought that Jimmy Garoppolo would beat Matt Stafford? Did you I know, he, he should have won that game if that dude doesn't drop that interception. <laughs> that's, ball game. that's actually facts, but... <laughs> <laughs> But it was kind of I know what you said. This imagine, last... imagine being Kyle Shanahan and thinking, "Yeah, let's for all these crucial fourth downs, let's not have our best player on the football team on the field at that time." Then have D- Samuel, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Im- imagine having him on your team, being like, "Yeah, it's a crucial fourth down. Let's not have him on the field." Dude, I don't know. It's. I mean, you could say the same thing about the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs, they. They, they probably should have just tried to score that touchdown, like, the no, way, normal way they do it. They're so worried about the clock running out, but, like, that's – and so they're – I don't know. They they did not play that They didn't want to the give game. the ball back to Joey B. They didn't, happened. but, I mean, like, even if they scored the touchdown, it's four, it's four points. It's like, you'd, be, you'd have a four-point yeah, lead if you score the touchdown. It is Joey B, but, like, what would it be? They, have, they would have had no timeouts left. And what a minute left on the clock, if not even a little less, if they scored that touchdown. So it's like honestly, I think Joey Burrow is better than Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay, okay, okay. Don't disrespect the goat. Let's, who just retired. Bring that back. Nick Foles though. Nick Foles though. Did you see, did you see him fucking tweet today? No. What did he say? It, well, he was just congratulating Tom on his career, and but it was like low key a troll because the whole handshaking controversy after the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, then he like refused to shake hands with Nick Foles or something. Yeah, and so he posted a picture of him and Brady um, shaking hands during like the pregame Super Bowl press conferences, like the media week. <laughs> Ultimate troll, dude. Yeah. Love it. That is good. But no, the, yeah, these games are bangers and. I'm I'm actually happy that Joe Burrow made the Super Bowl, and it's nice it's to see honestly, Matt Stafford there too. Honestly, it's probably the best thing that could happen. But like, I've I've really been leaning into trying to make sure my Matt Stafford take lives on, and I've been a hater since he went to the Rams. So that's why I've kind of been rooting against him. But I really didn't think the 49ers were going to win that game. I just didn't <laughs> want you guys to be right. So, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't change my mind that late in the game. Yeah, I've. I mean, the Niners almost won it, man. I. It's just. Yeah, is what it is, right? So, with all the Jimmy Garoppolo hate that's been going on, do you oh, think Kirk, a lot of it? Kirk's for sure going to the 49ers this offseason. There's no shot they keep Jimmy G as their quarterback again. No, no, they're already talking about trading him, and it was a day after mm-hmm. the, they lost. They're already yeah. talking about trades, and, like, I'm sure Kirk is probably high up on the list there for them getting out. Because, like, this, their team is good enough to win a Super Bowl. It's just how far Jimmy Garoppolo can take them. It's kind of like when Alex Smith was there. Like, the reason they went from Smith to Kaepernick is because they thought Kaepernick was, like, a more explosive quarterback. And then Kaepernick brought him to the Super Bowl, actually, instead of losing back-to-back a- NFC championships like Alex Smith did. And but and still lost to the Ravens, but it's, it's they're in the same situation where they got like a borderline Super Bowl roster, but their you don't quarterback. You think they run Trey Lance? 
I don't know. I mean, he's pretty raw, you, right? Like, I they, they, they could. Run lands. I don't think I don't see the 49ers chain for somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because like uh, you get that I close and you want to trade yeah. for and just go all in like one season, right? I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they do, and then they still just have Trey Lance and will be learning under a veteran quarterback again, so they have more time to grow. I could see them trading for it, but I do know what you're talking about, Bach. Right. Like, I don't know. It's Do you give a rookie, like, Trey if Lance? Anything, the, if anything, well, like a, no, they wouldn't trade with they wouldn't trade with Seattle because they're – Russell? Division, yeah. Maybe they division go out. Rivalries. Maybe they go out and get A-Rod so he can finally not lose to that team. Oh, dude, A-Rod's going to the goddamn Buccaneers. I don't think so. They got no cap space. I they saw don't. Carson Wentz has True. very high odds of going to the Bucks though, as dude, of right now. Carson Wentz is going to be getting paid by three different organizations this next upcoming <laughs> season, man. No, it's going to be coming from the Eagles bank account. No <laughs> yep, yep. That's, that's hilarious. and <laughs> That's kind of surprising. I don't know. I I find that kind of surprising that the Colts would give up on Wentz so quick. I mean, he didn't have a great season at all, but, like, they're bored. they almost made playoffs and just shit the bed the last two games against pretty bad teams, but still. like who- Yeah, when you got an MVP running back and you got Carson Wentz not able to hold up at his end of the bargain, you got to look elsewhere. That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess if they keep all the other pieces, then I guess it makes sense. What if Russ, Russell Wilson, or what if Rodgers goes to the fucking Colts? They'd be looking good. No. Mm. Oh. Vikings hired a new GM. You guys, what are you guys' thoughts on it? I know. I, I like the hire. I don't know much about the guy, to be honest. I know nothing. I think Tyler said he's pretty analytics-driven. He's very analytics and, like, salary base driven is that he like graduated but he graduated with a degree it was in economics, economics. tyler f- from princeton and then got his master's or phd f- from stanford i think it's yale was it, was yale? it yale that he got it from Might have been, i don't know but oh no and then yeah went to become like the vp for the browns very analytics driven and then hired as a gm I think I like it. I think a lot of the league is starting to turn to that. Mm-hmm. I think under him as GM, we won't have a lot of salary cap problems. Yeah, that's very true. So, but like, is that what the NFL like GM markets kind of shifted towards more of like that money ball? That's what I've scenario heard. Scenario rather that's than what, to be honest, that's what I don't he's know like. I don't much. think that's in general what it's like. I think that's what he's like. So some people after are going that direction, but after that hire happened, I saw like a lot of sports podcasts and sports analysts taught saying that that is the way that it seems like the NFL is going to be taking a turn to is very like analytic driven, almost like money ball esque from just basically around that. Hmm. They know that money ball never actually worked, right? No. Yeah. Because they never won a champion or they never right. won a pennant. Right. But no, yeah, just very like, have you analytics ever, ever read that book? I didn't read the book. I've only seen the movie. So, but they explained oh, it pretty okay. well. They, they they the movie is fantastic. Jonah Hill puts up a performance really and a half, and Brad Pitt. But um, they explained it really Chris well Pratt, though. In the yeah, Chris Pratt. That was like one of the first movies I remember him being in. <laughs> um, but uh, they explained it really well in the movie. Even where like at the end, because they lose the twins in like the first in the divisional series, right? And then after that, they're like, yeah, it didn't obviously didn't work because of this, this, and that. Like they didn't have any depth on the team and. Stuff like that. So, like, it can't always just come down to stats, like, for baseball. Like, there's got to be, like, that it factor, too. You know? Like, well, and they also kind of explained, you know, it, you can still base it on stats, and it's easier to base it on stats if you have a little bit more money to back you up, too. Right? Because, yeah. obviously, there was guys stats-wise that they wanted, but they couldn't afford, too. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And then GMs like that or guys like that probably ended up getting hired at those big clubs like Boston and stuff, and that's probably where baseball's sitting at now, right? <laughs> so, Kind of. A lot of people are still – the crazy part is people still didn't change a whole lot in baseball even after that. I mean, some teams tried it a little bit, but, I mean, you still got teams like the Yankees that don't give a fuck and they just spend as much money as they can on the guys who pass the like the rich Because they're the richest sports club – or, like, one of the richest sports club in the world, and there's no there's some a of the biggest, salary cap. Some of the biggest analytic minds in baseball are at the Twins, and the Twins have sucked dick. 
they've only had like what one good season. Well, we've gotten to the playoffs. Well, we've had like two in the past two of the last three years. years we've like, gotten to the playoffs. They were really but... good last year. We sucked last year. The two seasons before that, though, we made playoffs, right? Didn't we? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to watch them until they lost to the Yankees. Both times, yeah. That's always it's always a great time watching us lose to the Yankees. <laughs> and then seeing Rosario go to the Braves and win a pennant. <laughs> it's actually kind of nice. It always – yeah. it, it, you always see that, though. You always see good Minnesota players, like pretty good, and then they go to a team and they win it instantly. They instantly go somewhere and win. Mm-hmm. Big poppy. Big Poppy, yeah, I guess, yeah. Did you guys see They're the video? Saying... Did you guys see the video of him, of David Ortiz and A Rod when David Ortiz was super young and not he's playing single A baseball when? Oh he, yeah, and the they twins, did. It was Ken derby. Griffey. Yeah, it was a home run derby between Ken or with Ken Griffey Jr. and A Rod against like a minor three league ra- team. Yeah, three or random like three players randoms. on a single A team. But David one Ortiz of the guys was, was David. Yeah, one of the random guys was David Ortiz when he was in the minor leagues, and he was. Out just, hitting A Rod and Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a yeah, A-Rod. there was like one where A Rod was just like, I can't beat that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> After yeah, and he just hit like a 500 foot home run. <laughs> what do you guys think of Barry Bonds not making the Hall of Fame? Oh, it's a the joke. Fuck dude. in the Hall of Fame, Jesus in... Christ! Everybody was juicing back then. Yeah, he just got caught. Like it's a shame he got caught, but like everyone was doing it. Like I get it's not what Mark McGuire was. He's not, he's not even the only one that got caught and is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, wait, isn't Sammy Sosa I mean, in the Hall of Fame? Ortiz, Ortiz, yeah, admitted doing it. A Rod did it. <laughs> isn't Mark McGuire in the Hall of Fame? I'm not sure. I think Pete Rose should be in the Hall, too. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Because it's not even like he was betting on his own team. Allegedly. Or wasn't he betting on him to win? I don't lose. remember. I don't know. I thought it was something like but that. Like he was betting like, on him to the win. The dude's a baseball legend. Like, come on. Who gives a shit? Yeah, he did something that he wasn't supposed to. But you're really going to say he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, it's fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah it's not even like he was juicing. And it's... It might have been. It was the I 60s. <laughs> or, I don't even know what I, it was. I don't know. It's one thing to do it in baseball. I feel like in like a fighting sport, getting caught juicing is a bigger deal. But like baseball, like everyone's doing it. Like, does it really matter that much? Let's just stop testing for drugs. I said they all should juice. Yes. I want to see the see. peak athletes doing every drug possible. I'm going to see to make them NFL hit like players. a 600. I want to go back to juice UFC. And Ganu on drugs? I mean, he might already be because that man's a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. I want to see Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow walk out this next season with fucking Death Star delts. Just yeah. giant arms just slinging I that I ball. See, yeah, I want to see Patty Mahomes and Justin if, Herbert slinging 100-yard passes. If, <laughs> if muscle structure hasn't taught you anything, you must not have watched the NFL over the last – 22 years where one of the least <laughs> athletic people ever has won how many no, no for sure I think, it, I think it just but imagine if imagine if Tom Brady was on the juice though he would have had he would have got me, 10 for 10 he would have got me Derrick Henry on steroids in DRT Aaron Donald in, I want to see him decapitate Aaron Donald kids. yeah honestly if JJ Watt was able to juice he would probably never been injured exactly <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure it makes you more injury prone, but it's yeah. <laughs> but he would have been breaking his arms. He would have breaking everybody else's arms. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> well, I know we got a question of the week from our boy J Rod. I think we got two from him. We do, we do. I think they're both NFL related too. That's why I wanted to bring them up before we. We'll, uh... we'll, we'll loop we'll loop back into this conversation so that he quits playing Pokemon during the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, from Jared, been betting heavily on this postseason so far. What are the locks for the Super Bowl? Well, I, I think it's pretty obvious, and we texted about this in the group chat. But one thing that I've learned is you need to bet against him, the Tap Man, and he has picked <laughs> the Rams as the winners. So I would highly suggest picking the Bengals with me and Phil, even though Bach and Nick are still going to probably be so. Yeah, I'm throwing so money on Joe Burr. 
I am gonna pick the Rams. I think Tim's gonna get one <laughs> right this. Shot. I am gonna. I think Tim's gonna get one right what this whole postseason. But what actually, the main reason is is because the Bengals' offensive line. I don't think they're that good, and the Rams' defensive line is the best in the NFL. So that is the main. And I think I think Aaron Donald's gonna come out Joe there and Burrow have a bomb. Sacks nine times, and he still won against the fucking Titans, who have no. Offensive capabilities outside of Derrick Henry. AJ Brown? Yeah, he popped off that game, didn't he? No. I don't know why. Because Ryan Tannehill. But, um, but no, I, I think uh, Aaron Donald's going to put up a Von Miller esque performance in the Super Bowl. And what about Von, Von Miller? Miller's going yeah, to put up <laughs> yeah, a Von Miller. Von Miller yeah. might also put up a Von Miller esque <laughs> Super Bowl performance. Crazy on that way. But, like, you know, Aaron Donald's the guy, right? He's he's the dude that gets 1v3 to every game and still wins somehow, so. Yeah. I, I'm going to say you can, at this point, since, he, since he's been winning it, they just beat the well, best team in the NFL. Obviously, they both have. Well, yeah, but they just beat the best team in the NFL. The so Rams did that I'll previously continue. in the playoffs. What do you mean? They beat I'll the continue. Bucks. I'll continue to roll with you, Phil. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> – I'm I'm throwing my money on Joe Burrow. Man's a winner. Hundred percent. Fuck. You cannot am... say that Matt Stafford's a winner. <laughs> Anybody? Nobody on the Lions. First year without the Lions. He's a winner and he's gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and it's not because of Stafford, game. because Cooper Cup, not because his of defense won. He at NFC Championship. His team put up seventeen points with Cooper Cup and OBJ. Are you kidding me? Matthew Stafford sucks. No, they put up. Tw- He's a fraud. Did they put up twenty or twenty-three? Tyler's such a Stafford hater. Fraud. Crazy. I can't wait to see Jalen Ramsey say that he's gonna freaking post up Jamar Chase and Jamar Chase just burn him for two freaking like eighty-yard touchdowns. Yeah, just like just like uh, Trayvon Diggs was, po- was <laughs> posting up everybody all season, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dory, he got he got an interception, but he gave up 115 yards in <laughs> <and> a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> I um, think I think the the Rams just win, dude. They they're all they're all in. Stafford wants this, dude. If they Joe don't, Burr, if has got a lot of time. If if the Rams don't win, though, is this like a historical misstep, like? They have to win with how much they've invested into winning this year, if right? They, here's the thing. If they don't win, then I don't think that Matt Stafford belongs in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> wow. Even to the I'm, GOAT, I, Joe I Bird? Yeah, I well, mean... Joe Burrow deserves a Hall of Fame spot right away. <laughs> I also agree. <laughs> hey, right now. It's actually crazy how good OBJ's looked. Like, he's looked really good. I think that was a big pickup by them. Like yeah, especially if they signed him for like under a million too, right? Yeah, <laughs> like he's cheap. Right like now, I don't so. get how they how how they can afford this team. I think there's some shady shit going on, and well, I think they're we'll find out. Like... <laughs> they put everything. They don't have any draft capital. <laughs> they trade away everything. <laughs> yeah. They have no draft, and their entire team is essentially on like a two-year contract, and they're all going to be done after next year. So yeah. they put it all in for this year, next year, and they're all probably on like less than what they actually could be making at other teams, mm-hmm. too. Which is the other thing, because they all want to win a Super Bowl. So and here's the thing, I want the Vikings to do that. I'd be 100% down for the Vikings. Uh, I, really, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give a fuck if we're shit for the next five years, as long as we win a Super Bowl. Yeah, Bach probably feels that way. He understands now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's worth just it. throw it all in. It is. It's <laughs> fucking worth it. Let's just throw it all in. I'd die for any Minnesota team to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I don't, even, I don't even think the Wild need to do that to win the Stanley Cup this year. Here's the thing. I'm not getting my hopes up about the Wild. I don't care how good they fucking look. Have you watched the games? Yes, I have. I don't like. I don't care how good they look. It all matters when it comes to playoffs. And our history is so fucking bad. And we're Minnesota. We're gonna find a way to choke in the first round. Here's the thing, though. Previously, the Wild haven't had a guy named Kirill Kaprizov, where he is like a top Excuse five forward me? in the entire. Jason Pominville. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you not remember Brian Rolston? Yeah. Do you not remember Rolston? <laughs> I haven't heard that fucking name in so long. For Jason fucking Pominville. Man was a legend. He had like one like sixty point season with us, and then was garbage yeah. after that. Yeah, but I mean, 
I think that, that, yeah. that's the biggest the biggest thing with the wild is they just have a different culture like they don't give up like we don't have a bunch of old veterans who are stuck in their ways and just cost us games year after year we've scored that's what i think we've the biggest we've scored nine six on five goals this year in 14 attempts think of how it's might even be higher than that what is it 10 it's higher than that it's, it's 11 a, or 12 and 16 or 17. Attempts. Yeah, it's that is an outrageous amount of six on five goals to and be And we've scoring. only given up like two empty net goals. I think the next yeah. closest in the NHL is the Ducks. And I believe they've they've scored with the empty net four times, but they've also given up four empty net goals. Right. It's like and, that is, and half of the tries. Mm-hmm. It's insane how resilient we are. And like we're like the best, arguably, if not the best five on five team in the league. Like we have scoring all throughout our top three lines. Yeah. Now that we get pulled up, brought up Boldy, and like that's just something we haven't had at all at the Wild. So. So, uh, you boys were saying though with the Wild, you boys were saying that Jordan Greenway, you would like to see him leave. What are you guys' thoughts on him signing that extension? I mean, it's only two year and what? It's like nine mil. Three year. Three year nine mil. Three year nine mil. Three year nine mil. It's a good deal, like money wise. It makes sense. I just hope it works out. It's hard when you have that much money locked into your fourth line. I mean, not your fourth line, your third line. Third really, line. it's ult- ultimately kind of what they pencil in as. I think they play more minutes than that, but mm-hmm. well, we'll here's... I, I try at this point. I wholeheartedly trust Billy Garen to do whatever's right. I do too, because he just seems like the best thing to happen to Minnesota sports. So. If he thinks it's a good deal, it's got to be a good deal, right? Here's the thing with Jordan Greenway is that I think he is super beneficial to be playing on a line with Felino and Eric Snick, and that's what makes him worth it. If they can keep that line together, I think Jordan Greenway succeeds. If he isn't on that line, I think he just isn't worth it. Like, it's just not worth keeping him I think- there. I think the thing to remind remember too is dude's still like twenty four years old, so like he still could ultimately grow. It just seems like he always is leaving us wanting more, and I don't know. Well, and this was supposed it, to be it, that season for him, right? He still could finish the, hot, but like yeah. yeah. The, the hard the hard part is that means for sure one of if not both Kevin Fiala and Matt Dunbar are not on this team next year. Right. So that part does kind of suck, but yeah. But the season that Dumbo's had, I would like to see him stay. But I'm completely okay with Fialo going. I don't know because I think you're crazy. I think you're wrong for that. I, I think he I does so much for the team. It gives you so much more depth scoring when teams' best lines are getting put out against Kaprizov's line. Fialo flourishes. I mean, he has what? Yeah. Eight, eight or nine goals and 13 points in 12 last 12 games. Yeah, I mean, but then yeah. also, doesn't Fialo want to leave too? I don't think he wants to leave. He just wants to be paid what he deserves. Yeah. I think that's I, I think uh, that's the main piece. I, and, I don't think it's that he wants to get out of Minnesota. I just think that he feels he should be paid what he deser- deserves, and the Wild aren't willing to pay that because they can't. Right, exactly. And I think having a guy, especially like Boldy, coming up and being on that line and actually – who's got nine points in nine games, by the way, since he's come yeah, up. Yeah, Boldy's been a beast. So, like, having a guy like that on Fiala's line is – he actually gets to play with a competent line mate that's not Victor Rask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's the it's gonna be a tough decision for Bill Guerin because I mean, what do you do? Do you do you give up on Dumba? I mean, he's he's your assistant, one of your assistant captains. He's a leader in the locker room. He's a great community presence. Do you give up on him at this point? I don't. It'd be hard to give that up, but at the same time, can you give up the value that Kevin Fiala does? I think I think the Wild more easily replace Matt Dumba than they replace Kevin Fiala. I agree. I think so. I mean, I, I, think, I think it also I think, depends I on who I truly think Kalen Addison could step in and play in Dumba's role. <laughs> I think he's really progressed this year, and he's looked really good when he's played. <laughs> he's got many gotta give one him, thing is they got to give him a shot. they yeah. got to give him a shot. They can't let him sit and play in the AHL forever. They have to give him a chance. They can't keep signing all these defensemen and never letting him play. Right. All right. Bach. Yep. After that after the most previous Nganu fight, do you still think John Jones has a chance? Oh, yeah. He'll win. You and think the fight, so? The fight, the fight will be a year out, if anything, because Nganu fight, fought that on one leg. Um, and didn't he still win with unanimous decision? And, yeah. and basically won defending and wrestling with one leg? Yeah. Um, obviously, he's made... 
improvements in Serial Gun is um, no joke, but um, Serial Gun is young. Like, he's only been training MMA for three years and he got a heavyweight title shot, right? John Jones has been doing this for fucking over a decade and he's got the highest fight IQ of all time, undefeated, undisputed. Um, he's been bulking up. He's been, he's, done nothing but watch these guys so i worry a little bit about ring rust but i think you give him a tune-up fight like interim interim title belt against francis or not francis um stipe and see how he looks in that and do a little bit more judging from there um but i think john's just a different type of animal just his smarts in the octagon like i don't think anybody outsmarts him um and like i said before in the podcast he's he's kind of lost that fire that john jones that was on a knocking everybody out he just doesn't have anybody to get out of bed for and i think francis does that for him so i think uh john's just too smart to lose that right there's nobody as technical as john jones is in the heavyweight division like nobody's nobody like, nobody's so elite on well both, yeah because he was before, he was a right? light heavy he was a light heavyweight and don't get me wrong i think that john jones is arguably disputed as the greatest cage fighter of all time allegedly but that, okay, yeah, he'll piss hot. We all know he will. But <laughs> is it at this point, can we maybe say that Nganu could potentially be the one of the greatest heavyweights, if not the greatest heavyweight of all time? Well, that's Stipe still. In my you think opinion. that's Stipe? Even if they, so, because I, I know it was rumored that Nganu Stipe 3 might be happening next. Steve well, like I said, Ngana's going to be out like for a year. We'll see what happens with his UFC yeah. contract. Dana White's been fuck intentionally fucking this dude over, making his cards bad so he makes less money. With um, Ngannou? Yeah. Yeah, because I know Ngannou is potentially talking about his next his next fight being in boxing. And I, you know, um, I feel Tyson bad for Ngannou because Ngannou is a good guy, um, super well spoken, great champion, and and just what the sports need the sport needs and dana white just refuses to pay him for what he's worth like that card was supposed to be so much better and dana white took fights off that card to take away pay-per-view money for nagano because they in dana white's mind if if the card didn't sell as well as it could have he's just gonna get that money back in the future because he's gonna put those fights on a different card and stack it right but what he does is intentionally fuck his fighters which i'm i'm not happy with dana white about but um i think if it happens it'll be a year out i think there'll be an interim title fight uh between john jones and one of the top contenders probably stipe see how that stipe, plays out yeah um and you, see you think, see uh where nagano is at at you, that point you think you stipe really... still got it though i mean like he's been in the he's been in the ring for quite a while for a i don't man. think stipe will be a champion again but i still think he'd be considered one of the top contenders right i mean yeah heavyweight's thin because, yeah. I mean, do you really I, think that Dana White makes the cards bad? I mean, at the end of the day, that, that affects his bottom line too. Do you? Do you? Yeah, but generate? but his his mindset is if he takes what he what he's doing to Francis is wrong, and he's been doing it to Francis forever. Francis needs to get paid. He he's the king of the heavyweight division. He is the most powerful man on earth, right? Why wouldn't you not want to promote that? Why would you stick him on a shitty card? And pay him. I think he made like six hundred thousand, which after tax is probably like three fifty, when he should be making over a million per fight, right? Minimum. Yeah, with and all it's the numbers just he brings in, like Dana many... White, just a thick head, and he he he's intentionally fucking him over because he knows exactly how much Francis makes, right? Mm -hmm. So he knows he's gonna need to fight again. If he wants to continue living the lifestyle that he is, which he could retire right now and be fine, but like he knows what his numbers are, he knows what he's paying him because he's employed by him, right? So it's it's just all fucked, and I I think honestly what Jake Paul is doing, trying to bring recognition to how underpaid fighters are, that's one thing that I actually appreciate about Jake Paul. Wow, he's he's trying to get fighters paid. He did Doesn't... say, yeah, he did say that in his most previous statement to uh, Dana White. He said he would retire from boxing if Dana White like actually starts paying his fighters. Did you see his rap? That he no, I, I, no, I, I thought he released no. a diss track. But <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Just shitting on Dana White. It was hilarious. It's like fuck Dana White, fuck Dana White. <laughs> it's like goddamn. <clears throat> yeah, Ngannou fight. What he's talking about fighting Tyson Fury. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I hope he does. We'll see what happens. Like I said, he's on contract through the end of this year. So January 2023, he's off the UFC contract. Um, so that's just right about the time where he'll be done with his surgeries and fit to fight again. How do you think he uh, does against Tyson Fury? Was Conor uh, McGregor not on contract with the UFC when he fought Floyd Mayweather? He was, but they cross-promoted it, and that's something that Dana oh, won't do for Francis, okay. which doesn't make any sense. No, <laughs> yeah, that that should be a cross-promotion. It's I don't know what because Dana like you has put your him. you put your best striker your your best heavyweight striker against boxing's best heavyweight. And I do and then, think Tyson wins that fight, but if, if boxing's a punching game, right. everybody's got a punching chance. Like I yeah. think Francis has a better chance than Connor did against Floyd. I'll tell you that. Oh, easily. Like, especially know. heavyweight, where it's literally just bombs being dropped. Yeah, everybody's got. Yeah, every, the, everybody punch their oh, chance. I, I think the biggest difference is, I mean, in Gano, he's just a striker, right? And I feel like, yes, Connor was more of a stand-up guy, but I mean. His fancy things you remember from Connor aren't him standing there and punching people. It's yeah, all this crazy shit and the kicks, kicks and everything else. Yeah. And you can't can't do that in boxing. I think that's where like Engano just matches up well with that. Like it's kind of what he does. I Seems thought it'd like... been the funniest thing if McGregor would have faked a kick on Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, dude, that would have been the funniest. I dude, so thought he was gonna do that. I thought it was that. funny watching. What if he did? He's just like fight. faked a sweep or something like that. Faked a go in, you know. I... I thought it was funny watching the fight because he was so used to UFC, like doing like a hammer fist to the back of the head or yeah, something. That, yeah. he, that he was doing that in the boxing match and he had to stop himself after like the first or second one. <laughs> yeah, he grabbed him and he's like punching him in the back of the yeah. head in a headlock. And he's just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. the ref's even like, what are you doing? You can't do that. He's like, oh, my bad, yeah. my bad, my bad. All right. So now Snowy's retired one... and gone on to beating up people in bars for free. <laughs> Old men. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that I wanted to talk to a little bit about Bach was the um, Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't think that I'm a big fan of the fight because Colby Covington is still like one of the contenders for the welterweight, and Masvidal hasn't really fought like that high profile. Well, I guess he fought against he fought against um, Kamaru Usman, but that was off of short notice. Like, I'm thinking that Colby will probably end up stomping Masvidal in that fight. Um, It'll be interesting. I think Colby does try to take that fight to the ground, but there is a lot of am- animosity between the two, Um, where I think the first round will be just hammers being thrown right, at each yeah. other. Um, and obviously, Mas- Masvidal is a big draw. It's a big fight for the UFC. Um, and I'm sure they'll promote it and have lots of press conferences hyping up this shit um competitive wise i'd I'd, shit i'd probably probably give it to colby because i know he's gonna bitch out and try to take him to the ground and just control it from there and we've we've all seen this story with masvidal when he tries to go to the ground i mean masvidal is no joke with jujitsu and stuff but he's just not a wrestler um but we'll see what happens i mean i would root for my boy jorge he's got power um he's got swagger so um I guess I guess we'll see what happens there, but that's one of those fights that's fun, but doesn't like I don't know. As a fan, doesn't get me out of bed like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah like you're not gonna pay to watch it. The one yes. I'm more excited for is fucking Chandler versus um. That's the only way we watch these fights. What are you talking about? <laughs> Chandler versus Ferguson. We don't want. We don't. Tony's want to be the getting one back guy in the ring. Caught. Yeah, the one guy that gets caught illegally streaming the UFC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tony versus Ferguson. It's kind of a must-win for both people. Um, So it's going to be a fucking war. Um, Chandler Chandler is becoming well-known for having exciting fights, but he needs to start getting some dubs under his belt. Mm -hmm. Um, His last fight was against... um, Charles Oliveira. Was it Oliveira? Or I was, was thinking of East Up. No, it was Gaethje, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Gaethje, and that yeah. was an absolute freaking slugfest between them. Yeah. How's that uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley doing? He was fighting he was bums. Fighting bums, yeah. That's that's what I kind of saw. Yeah. He, was, he was on the card with um, shit. What was the one I had? Oh, that um, God, who's the guy Helgo likes a lot? Cruz, Dominic Cruz. Wasn't O'Malley on that card? Hmm. He beat up somebody, I think, but I think it's like you said, like he hasn't fought. I think he's fought like what one guy ranked and got his 
shit pushed in and hasn't gone back <laughs> to fight. Yeah, he faked an injury. And he broke his ankle or some shit. He faked an injury. I mean, he's super exciting, and the UFC's, I think they're taking the right move, trying to groom him and feed him. They're treating it like boxing, giving them weaker opponents, um, people that they think um, will lose to O'Malley, um, which I don't, I mean, it, it's I mean, smart marketing. Like, you don't want a, a young, like, the, it could be like the next Conor McGregor if he gets his shit together. Or the next That's kind of how... That's what, they're scared. That's what or they're the scared is going to happen. Yeah. That's what they're scared is going to happen. That's why they're kind of treating it like this, I feel like. Because, I mean, you watch Ch- – or if all the fights that I've seen Sean O'Malley fight in, he's been miles better than just about every one of the fighters he's gone against. And he's very exciting to watch. And I think Dana White, like, they are playing, they are playing the right card and taking it very conservatively. But I think at this point they're kind of taking it too conservatively. At some yeah, like point, said, you gotta see if he's got the stuff, right? Because what Conor McGregor came in, what how, how old was he? Like when, he, when, he, when, he, when he cracked Connor the top was ten, fighting, yeah, he, he was, was like fighting in the league. Right? He it? was fighting in the UFC a really long time, I think, before he actually became like a big name. Right, but he cracked the top ten when he was pretty young. Like how old is Sugar Sean? And like guy, like I, I mean, Conor I might Sugar be Sean, just I, might, Connor might just be like an outlier, just how young he was when he cracked the top ten. But like, yeah. I mean, Sean O'Malley's twenty seven, so they don't got too. They much don't have a lot of time yet, yeah. right? Like he's got to start taking these fights now. Mm-hmm. Like if he if he fought somebody like a Cody Garbrandt, that would be a huge draw. And That's that would what be, I was hoping the next one would have been. Yeah. What's it, I think? Does he have a fight lined up? I think so. Here soon. Cody just got pieced up too, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, know. Cody. Cody. Uh, I think that would be a good fight. Sean, o, Sean O'Malley versus Cody. Uh, I, I need some guys in there that can talk shit like Chael Sonnen did. I need I need those guys to come back in the UFC. That's entertaining. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> Chael Sonnen. He would go and like talk to WWE guys and like get advice from them, like what he should say and stuff, like in before press conferences. Like he talked to Stone Cold okay. Steve Austin and like got stuff from him. Like, all right, here's who I'm fighting. Here's the background on him. Like, give me some stuff I should say in the press conference and just like, yeah, like no, he I, owned I the mic him. and he took over that stuff. He's great yeah, at I it. Yeah, I remember seeing I remember seeing the um pre con or the uh like pre weigh in conference where it was between him and Tito Ortiz and he started talking about Tito Ortiz's ex wife. Who's a saying porn star? Like a yeah, I'd say like she was a whore or something like that. Yeah, he's like he's like I, the only person I know making money with. Her. He's saying he's uh, what, what Tito said something like you only make money because your mouth. He said I know only one person made money with his mouth and is your ex-wife or something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's what Chael said to Tito Ortiz. No, yeah, Chael Sonnen was an absolute legend when it came to like those pre-fight conferences. Oh, he's great at it. That stuff's so awesome. And like even Connor was so good at that stuff. Like all the stuff that we even say now. Like who the fuck is that guy? You know, like we say it all. The well, time, even that, Connor yeah, said. even then it was after his fight against Justin Poirier, Conor McGregor still has it because after he was when McGregor was still on the ground and Poirier was leaving the yeah. cage, he was like, "Your wife's in my DMs." Shit <laughs> <laughs> like that to him, like McGregor still owns that shit. He does. I think that just McGregor, he's too past his prime to really be getting any more fight, like any more title shots, I should say. And a lot of people kind of point towards the point or saying that that's because of the Floyd Mayweather fight that he trained for so long and took himself out of the UFC when he was in his prime. I mean, I'm sure he's still like trained like MMA some, but like, I mean, he went, I mean, he trained a lot of boxing, which you could definitely tell there's a difference um, coming back into the UFC, but I don't know. But I mean, like, and I mean, you can, I feel, you, you I can like even Connor, argue what Connor was in his prime, right? Like he what, lost once or twice before that Floyd Mayweather fight, then took the Floyd Mayweather fight. But because it's Connor and he's still the biggest name in UFC, he's at the won time. like one in his last five or something like that. Yeah, and the one he won was more. against Cowboy. It was a it was Cowboy, against yeah. a very washed Cowboy Cerrone. Right. I think he, he thing with Connor, he used to get in people's heads so good because he's so crazy and so tactical. And then like after that Floyd fight, like um. Especially like the second Poirier fight when he was being buddy buddy with them and like not doing the typical shenanigans like he did against like Nate Diaz or calling people out. He was he was too nice and then that third Poirier fight he turned into the asshole again. And it's just like what is this guy like <laughs> where where's your head at? Right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't keep flip flopping and 
Poirier's not scared of you anymore because like it's all a show that and you're putting on. Knocking out innocent civilians. Of, Which he fucking... is so far. I think he's three and zero in that category. <laughs> so he's he's undefeated there. I think he, should... he can still do that. He can still do that. <laughs> he is very good at that. Um, well, shift a little bit from UFC, I guess, back to football. But Washington football team changed their name. You guys see the new name? <laughs> the Washington so Commanders, bad, dude. dude. It's like an XFL name, man. I love it. <laughs> It's so bad. How long know. do you think until they change it again? Dude, I don't know. Honestly, the they Washington football team. Football team, yeah, bro. Like, they rebranded their whole stadium as the Washington yeah. football team. Now they got to rebrand it again as the Commanders. Like, Well, it's still the the worst stadium in the NFL by far. I mean, the little fucking stands collapse on the Jalen Hurts as you're walking through the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> That's just NFC East things. It's all weird there. No, fucking Washington Stadium's a death trap. They need to fucking do something about that. Do you guys think the Packers are ever going to remodel or redo Lambeau? They just opened it up to public stocks, right? Like, you can buy shares. It's been, been like, it's a publicly owned football organization. There's a CEO, but there's no, like, head owner. Yeah. Well, okay, Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay. Who becomes the best team in the NFC North? Lions. Vikings. <laughs> think the Vikings will tie? I think we'll overtake the Bears. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bears. <laughs> oh, what if Justin Fields pops off this next season? He's gonna be just average. He's gonna be like Mitch Trubisky. No. Hey, okay. Mitch Trubisky was a Pro Bowler. Justin <laughs> Fields will probably be as well. Okay, well, Tom Brady retiring. Let's say, hypothetically, Rodgers goes to the AFC. How many quarterbacks are better than Kirk Cousins in the NFC? I don't think there are any. Name one. Right. Matt Stafford. Jalen Hurts. Bum. Kyler Murray. (laughs) Kyler Murray. He's a hobbit. (laughs) <laughs> can you he say that Kyler Murray is better? I want to go back to our argument. I think that me and Tyler had before the season is who'd have a better season, Kyler or Stafford. And I think I think I won that one. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think so, hundred percent. I don't think so. Defense carried him. Oh my god! It doesn't matter. That was part of it, wasn't it? Like, yeah, you're right. Stafford's defense carried him when he had a triple crown winning wide receiver. He's carried. If Kyler had Cooper Cup on his team, it'd be a different. Yeah, you're right. He <laughs> yeah. only had DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but actually, though, so what? You okay, got my we, bad. We got, we I got... didn't see the Cooper Cup coming out of nowhere. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody did. Wire, being a pretty good, it wasn't like he was a bum, but he was not the Cooper Cup that we're seeing now. I mean, dude's top three wide receiver in the NFL. He's, right. he's number one. I think he should be MVP. Honestly, like I think, because there was no real outstanding QB play this year. People say Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers fans hate you. Well, I don't <laughs> care because I hate Aaron Rodgers fans. <laughs> like, Do you think playoffs should be taken into account when it comes to MB- MVP voting? Yes. If you're Cooper Cup, because the dude's putting up 160 yards and multiple touchdowns a game in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to come into the factor. Like, this dude's literally playing out of his damn mind. And he's fucking went went to a no-name college. Like, Eastern fucking, Washington. Wyoming. Eastern yeah. Washington. Is that what it was? Yeah. And this whole, yeah. this whole narrative would still be different if the Bucks weren't fucking idiots and let a safety go one-on-one to try and win the game against them two games ago against the Bucks. Like, how do you not double-team Cooper Cup? Uh, at the end of the game, and let him throw a, like a seventy-yard bomb on your face. I don't know. Like the only person on the field you have to guard in that play is Cooper Cup, and they just left the fucking run by Antoine Winfield Jr. Well, that's what. Oh, the, of course that was gonna happen. The 49ers did the same thing. Fucking idiots, dude. <laughs> dude. Fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm uh, not even that knowledgeable at football, and I could see it coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, you could almost say the same thing, too, though, when Mahomes won the coin toss against the Bengals. Right? It's like, oh, well, here we go. Then he, no almo- then he, almo- then he almost threw three <laughs> picks to start the OT and then threw one. It was like, bro, what is going on, man? You just you just see they're out of sync, just that last drive. I don't know. It's, 
It's gross, but <laughs> Josh Allen tweeted pain. Think- Pat- Patty needs to start winning Super Bowls or his career is going to crumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah imagine being straight AFC ima- Imagine being imagine being one in five in AFC championship games. I think one in four. One in four. Imagine. Imagine no. being one in four. Two, he's, he's two and four. Yeah, just... He made to one Super Bowl and lost to Brady, I think. Yeah, and then right, he won another to the Bucks, so he's two yeah. and four. Yeah, he's two and four. So I know. Fifty percent. <laughs> but so after that, he needs to start after winning that some Bills, of these. After that Bills um Chiefs game, do you guys think that there should be a change to the NFL overtime rules? Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think, I think it should be a full quarter. I think it should be like a full quarter or like seven minutes. It shouldn't be if you score a touchdown. No, no. It, it it should be it should be both teams are guaranteed at least one possession, and then after that, it's first team to score. I yeah. I like I saw something say if the first team scores eight points, it's a win. But if they score seven, the other team gets the ball back. <laughs> Nah, I don't like. like I don't. I don't like. Much, I don't like the first team. Want, how much do you want to win? Do you want to try and score eight points? I mean, you could have a chance at. I mean, if it so, then do, do that. Re- so you if could they still score eight points, then have it be like if on this next drive they don't score eight points as well, the game's over. Yeah, right. That's exactly it. Like each team gets each team gets a drive to match each other. After that, it's first team to score. Like that's that's the way it should be. It. I don't know why. Maybe it's they I think it should just end in a tie, and they have to replay the whole game. <laughs> yeah, like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> next day. Yep. <laughs> now, imagine it feels like hockey rules, where it just keeps going overtimes. Keeps going overtimes, and, like, after every time increment, they take one person off the field from each team, so then eventually just comes down to, like, 5v5. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> 7v7 football. Yeah. <laughs> Good old nine man. <laughs> That'd be that would actually. Be I think insane. we're on to something. <laughs> Let's bring back Honestly, the XFL and yeah, try this out. <laughs> XFL is coming back though because The Rock does own it. That is true. true. We'll see. We'll see how that does. They yeah, they, they really got. Bad. If we talk about anybody, they got boned by the freaking pandemic. Like COVID, XFL did. The entire sports league got yeah. shut down. Yeah, I even went to one of those games. That was a lot of fun. I, I, would, I watched them like every week. It was a lot of fun watching them. Mm-hmm. They actually had some rule changes I wouldn't mind seeing in the NFL too, but I almost forget what they are now. <laughs> well, essentially, what if what I remember the XFL just said, oh. you know what? All these safety protocol rules that the NFL has, fuck them, <laughs> take them out. Yeah, exactly. I think they had like a one foot in for wide receiver rule. Yeah, the college. It was like uh, you could your kickoff rule was completely different. Wasn't if you're it? behind the line of scrimmage, like. You could do a forward lateral pass. It was weird. Still, I don't know. It was, there's some weird rules, and also like they got rid of extra points, and they also got rid of uh, and the, they did the kickoffs differently too, where like you're just closer during the kickoffs or something. I can't remember how that worked, but I think it was you don't have as long like you start closer together, so you don't have people running fucking full sprint by the time yeah. they make contact. Yeah, that makes sense. I know they were rewarded for not kicking it through the end zone too, if I remember correctly, but I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's PJ Walker, XFL legend, made it to the NFL. So he thankful. did, he did. Oh yeah, they're, instead of extra points, yeah, they did the roughnecks. <laughs> for the extra points, they did it differently. It was like one point from the two yard line, two points from the five yard line, and the uh, like three points from the ten yard line. If you if you like put it in the end zone, like that's how they did the extra points. I think in the XFL, something like that, but. Because kicking kicking extra points is stupid. Everybody too. Exactly. I'm surprised that hasn't come more common. In the, I mean, it has. I mean, it's come a little more common in the NFL. Well, it but did, like, and then they changed it so that it was farther away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, we want to wrap it up there, boys. Uh, I think I got one more question from Jared here. Oh shit! Sorry about that, Jared. It was Tyler. <laughs> how much of a pay increase would it take for you to go back to school full time for another four years? I don't think you could pay me enough. <laughs> you definitely could pay me enough. Um, are we talking online school? <laughs> is it I, online I, like COVID? Full time, at least full time credits. Back in the dorms too. That would be honestly, if the dorms are included, dude, I'll do it for free. 
Let's go back to freshman year, baby. That that's a banger. Line, <laughs> Give me the meal plans. Give me the meal plan. Oh. Don't have to worry about having a job. Just <laughs> drinking and doing school. Okay. Oh, Friday Maybe night. I'm Who's got the address for the party? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're 20, 26, 27 years old rolling up in <laughs> freshman year parties. <laughs> Um, but uh, stop, fuckers! <laughs> yeah. Still chugging you know, back games, in my day. Pong invented this. Invented. <laughs> you guys ever played beer darts before? Quiet, witch was there when this <laughs> scripts are written. Bach, Bach would show up to it and just be like, "Where's the IPAs?" <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it'd be like. We'd be br- drinking daddy lights. We're freaking diesels. Black <laughs> <Bad> grandpa. <laughs> We're going to bed at nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm missing all my classes the next day because I have an extreme hung hangover. <laughs> I, I, on a serious note, I don't think I could go back to school. I don't think I could go full time back to school. I think yeah. where where I'm at right now, if it like brought me close to like 200k, I think that would be like enough to like go yeah, back to school a- full time. If it said, like, when you come out, you're going to get a job that's a guaranteed six figs, I would be like, yeah, I'll do it. For four years. That's why I said 200K. (laughs) Like, 200K a year? I mean, that's that's pretty damn good. That'd That'd be pretty nice to go back to school. And, I mean, we're saying that, like, we couldn't all just go back to school and just give the universities more money right now and do that, but... Yeah, none of us would. It wouldn't be covered I, though. Yeah, no shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think I. I don't think I could go back, dude. That that time of my life is gone and gone by. I mean, it'd have to be like, like Nick said, probably one fifty k plus. Yeah. Then I'm there. One fifty k plus, including or plus, you would have your tuition covered. If we're talking like an online master's program, sign me up. But <laughs> I can't go back like full time, a full four years in person classes. I can't even yeah. imagine walking to class and sitting down for another hour and a half lecture. That no shit makes me blow my brain out. Imagine being thirty years old sitting in class. You guys had some of those in college, didn't you? What? Like actual adults in class with you? No, I had yeah. I had a grandma in a few of my classes, like. Mm-hmm. She's going for free because apparently they want to pay seniors. Seniors don't get to pay anything for college, so. Naturally. Let's give them a free education so that they can actually give back to the community with their four years left of life that they have. <laughs> exactly. I, I identify as a 65-year-old. Exactly. Juice the numbers, baby. <laughs> no. Well, Jared, really appreciate your questions this week. It's yeah, awesome. I always out. love having that stuff. Okay, um, hold on. Before we, before we clock clock out, I just got this notification from ESPN where it said Jim Harbaugh infirms Michigan he will return for the 2022 season despite oh, the sh- 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 on Wednesday. We didn't oh, even talk about that. Shit. Wait, yeah, Jim Harbaugh. So like he, uh, yeah, he, he he's kind of like the guy that they're kind of shooting for for head coach, and now he's like yep. he's he's returning to Michigan. He just informed Michigan. Damn, he had one interview. He had one interview with the Vikings, and he's like, nah, dude, I'm going back to Michigan. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Hold on. Let's see if this is – let's see who it's from because if it's from Schefter, you can't trust that. It is from Schefter. He could be wrong again two weeks in a row. He was wrong about Tom Brady's (laughs) – What do you mean? Tom Brady did retire. Yeah, like five days later. (laughs) That actually kind of sucks because I was at the point with Jim Harbaugh where I actually talked myself into thinking it was a good idea. I know. I'll think the same thing, too. I was like, I could see Jim Harbaugh being our coach. I mean, he did well in the NFL, right? Like He, he was, was like actually... 45 and 17 or something like that. Not His a lot of people can do that. Yeah. like he. I mean, you know what that leaves you with? Mr. Doug, Doug Peterson. <laughs> I don't think they've even interviewed him, have they? I know there are talks about doing that. I don't think they have, though. Mm-hmm. I think there's... It's probably going to be the offensive or defensive coordinator for the Rams. It's going to be who they hire. I, I want the OC. I feel like if we get the DC, it's going to be the same thing that we've dealt with the last eight years. With I was Mike surprised Simmons. that D'Amico Ryans pulled himself out of the running. I think we need. San Fran. I think we need to go over to the Washington football team, see who they got as assistant head coaches. <laughs> yeah, no grab, shit. Grab whoever, they they, whoever they got over Sean there. Sean McVay, Matt Lafleur, <laughs> and Cal Shanahan all on a team. Yeah, well, that's who we need to go poach. Let's see what they got cooking over there. 
Apparently they breed good coaches, but they don't ever have any. (laughs) Send our scouts to the Washington football team or the Washington Commanders. Dude's a legend. True, true, true. My bad, my bad. He's just had the worst organization in football. He lost that Super Bowl. Cam Newton lost that Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was the Cam- worst performance. Cam Newton over here, MVP year, fifteen and one, and does absolutely nothing in the Super Bowl. Talking about the most underwhelming performance of all time. Granted, him Von Miller him, was him. an absolute menace, but yeah, just a mad lad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we can good wrapper up there, boys. Yes, sir. All right, find us Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Twitter at the Obvious Thirteen. Uh, Jared, very much appreciate the questions again. Love it. And we will talk to you all next week. Have a good week.